Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Mr. Adasa. Mr. Adasa is a, of Jamaican descent, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, but is currently a resident of Atlanta, Georgia. He is the son of two military veterans, and his family has fostered hundreds of children over the years. He studied medicine in college, but soon switched over to business management. He comes from a long line of entrepreneurs, and from that, in 2001, he started his business journey. He is the current owner and founder of in and out Investment Strategies, Inc., based out of Atlanta, along with other businesses that he owns. I introduce to you, Mr. Adasa. Hello, Mr. Adasa. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am blessed. How are you? I'm fantastic. I cannot complain at all. It's amazing. I'm super excited to have you on this episode today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. I want to know, what is your definition of purpose? My definition of purpose, I guess it's individualized and it, it kind of comes with uh, your experiences. I don't think that anyone is born knowing exactly what it is that they're supposed to do. But over time, you begin to, to figure that out. But ultimately, my mother instilled in me as, at a young age, one of the greatest gifts is charity, the ability to be able to help others. That is awesome. I truly believe that it's nothing like being able to give back to those who may don't have or just to give back because it's such a good feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? That word would be awesome. Um, and I know that that might sound narcissistic, but this is coming from someone who grew up with a tremendous amount of insecurity. Um, I was teased in school, even though I was I was accomplished. I did a lot. I always did well in school. Uh, I come from a good background, but being teased and children can be cruel, you know, and you begin to internalize those those feelings and those emotions. And when I started breaking out of that, probably around 21, 22 years old, the first direction I went was in, in a negative direction. It was uh, vindictive. It was to get back at all those people who had treated me so poorly in my young age. But then as I began to develop and really began to tap into who I am, and there was one person in particular that told me and said, baby, they just don't know how special you are. Right. And in time they will, but right now they just don't know how special you are. And uh, every day I, I discover more about myself as a person. I discover more about my spirituality and I have no problem saying awesome. I have no problem saying because I I am image of God and um, you know I, I'm an incredible individual. That is good that you you know you now have that that esteem to be able to say that about yourself coming from a a point where you wasn't able to say that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what inspired you to do what you do today? 
I think what inspired me was uh, genuinely caring about the welfare of, of others. I, I feel like I've traveled uh, extensively through my parents, both being in the military. So I've had an opportunity to live in different demographics and different demographics breed different types of people. Being born in Brooklyn, New York, you have very fast, aggressive, business-minded individuals. Lived in Texas for a little bit. We, My formidable years were in California. So you had a more laid-back environment. I'm a water person, so I love good weather. I love water. And ultimately, I ended up down here in Atlanta in the South. And so here is, is very different as well. But having had those experiences, you get to see how people would treat others, how people conduct business. And um, and ultimately, it kind of shaped me into the person that I am. And so I think that you can't help others until you're able to help yourself. Correct. And so you have to support yourself first by putting yourself in a position financially, uh, emotionally, mentally, all the way around to be a full, uh, well-rounded individual to be able to provide to others. And so that's what I think inspires me today. And as you probably have experienced, a lot of that comes from from negativity. Yeah. You know, people that encounter uh, experiences that you have and it just continues to shape you, shape you, shape you. And um, and I'm also I hope I'm not too too long winded, but uh-uh. um, I, I I'm also a doer, so uh, I don't sit back and complain about what's taking place in the world. I just put myself into a position to change what's taking place in the world. That's awesome. Yeah. That is super awesome. So, you know, while, you know, when you're a kid, you have different role models and people that you look up to. Were there any specific people or person that you looked up to as a child and did it change over the years? Believe it or not, uh, growing up, my hero was my father. Uh, my father had nine siblings. Wow. Yeah. Um, my grandmother, who's 98, she's still alive and she's in Brooklyn, New York. But most of my father's siblings, believe it or not, did not make it out of Brooklyn. Wow. And I don't know what was the motivation and the drive. I, I, I marvel at it every day. Uh, this man said, I am going to do something with my life. Uh, he went into the military, went to Pace University. That gave him the opportunity to travel. And he said, I'm going to do something. I'm going to see the world. I'm going to do something. And that's my father. So I, every time I think about that, I say, out of the nine brothers and sisters that he had, any one of those could have been my father. But I got the the one who, who rolled the dice and said, I'm going to make it. And um, he's he's retired now. Uh, doesn't have to work another day in his life. He doesn't want to. I learned so much about entrepreneurship from him. He worked, but he always maintained a business. And um, yeah, that was my that was my hero. And it never it never changed to this day. That's my hero. That is awesome. You know, it's nothing like a, a son being able to look up to his father. Yeah, my pops, Stephen Knight. That's my my father. That's the big dog. Wait a minute. So how how does he spell his last name? K-N-I-G-H-T? Yes, ma'am. Oh, man, we might be related. (laughs) (laughs) We might be related. (laughs) Yeah, my great-grandmother, who's still alive, she's 95. She'll be 96 in May. She married a knight. Really? Yeah, she married a knight. Mm -hmm. And where were they? What part of the United States? They came from Salem, New Jersey. Okay, okay. Yeah, Salem, New Jersey. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, we might be related. You never know. (laughs) 
might be my cousin. Okay. <laughs> so what strategy have you personally used to help you achieve your dreams and attain success? I think the strategy that I use that best is, is taking the time to understand others and their needs. Uh, you cannot do it by yourself. I don't care what anyone says. There's always someone that has something that you need, whether it be a skill or resource. And you have to find ways to meet people where they are. I know when I, when I first started doing investment real estate back in 2002, one of the things that I really abhor was the fact that I had to work with people whose personalities and characters did not jive with my own. That is, that is one of the most painful positions to be in because you, you hate to have to depend on someone that you can't even get along with and that you have to defer to because they have something that you cannot do. And so I made it a point, like I said, I'm a doer, so I'll go out and get you know, additional education, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If I can do it myself and not have to depend or rely on someone else to do it, I will do that. And that comes through, you know, once again, taking the time to understand others and and their needs. And I think that's what makes me the person that I am. And it helps me with my business. Oh, that is awesome. So, you know, I'm sure you've had, you know, went on different business ventures, but let's talk about your current business venture, which is In-N-Out Strategies, Inc. Can you let our, you know, our listeners know what that is and what it may pertain? Okay. So I can't touch on that until I kind of preface it first. I have to start with uh, West End Community Business Center. Okay. That is a family-run business. We're right here on Ground Zero in the West End, historic West End, Atlanta, Georgia. What we are is a full-service business consulting firm. We set up here in in the historic West End because we saw a need amongst our community for people to be educated in business. And we wanted to be able to provide them with the tools for business. Uh, A lot of times you might see, you know, Johnny down the street, he set up his chicken shack and it's doing all right. But, you know, as soon as the tax man comes or the uh, inspector comes, uh, he's shut down because he's not in compliance. And a lot of times we, we feel as if we don't have the money or the resources to do what's necessary to run a business properly. Right. I know so many people that walk to my doors and they run their businesses one way, but then they report at a loss because they want to try to get as much money back as possible at the end of the year. So they're slaved at the mercy of the tax man. They don't realize when you're running at a loss, then you're causing another problem because then you can't take advantage of other things that are available for businesses that are profitable. Right. So we have to reverse our mindset. And so we wanted to be a beacon in the community for small business to teach them how to start business, secretary of state, licensing, incorporation, nonprofit, 501c3. Then we wanted to be able to help them maintain their businesses and find financing for their businesses. So that's West End Community Business Center. Um, The community-based organization, development organization, that is a nonprofit. And what what we do there is personal and business credit education, financial literacy. We work with prisoners recently uh, released from the system that need basic education to be able to uh, assimilate back into business, to be able to get a job. There was a gentleman that wanted to get a job at Popeye's right down the street. 
and he came knocking on the door. He was crying. I'm like, what's wrong? Young, young boy. But he said, uh, in order to apply for Popeyes, you actually have to apply online. Right. He doesn't have a computer at home. So, you know, I said, well, come on in. I walked through the process and a young man ended up getting a job. But can yeah. you imagine, you know, 16, 17 years old, you don't have a computer at home and you got to, you know, have a computer to get a job at Popeyes. Exactly. So there's that. Now that leads to in and out investment strategies. This is our second hoorah in real estate investment in Atlanta. Uh, one of the reasons that we were able to keep our doors open and sleep at night is because we always kept our hands clean and our nose clean and we, we always did everything by the books. And when the real estate crash happened, we were able to maintain. And what we wanted to do is be a full service investment company for those that are interested in getting involved in the business. Being in historic West End and the surrounding areas, and I did one for city council for District 4, which includes historic West End, Mosley Park, Oakland City, Castleberry Hill. These areas are going through what's called gentrification. Mm -hmm. So many people look at gentrification as a negative. Uh, I see gentrification as progress. Where I focus my energies on is having the individuals within the community get involved in the process. Don't just sit on the sideline and complain about big, bad corporations coming in here and investors coming in here and taking everything from us. What I do is I educate those in the community on the resources that are available. And there's so many people that are watching various channels, HGTV, and they're seeing, wait, that's right down the block. And they're, they're, they're renovating that house. They're going to sell the house for $400,000. Like that house wasn't even worth $50,000 yesterday. Right. And so then this happened. Uh, my own folks live right here in historic West End on Oglethorpe. And I was just having a conversation with my father the other day about his property taxes going up. So these are the kind of things that normally push us out of our community. And what we're here to, uh, to, to do and say is, hey, we'll help you understand that there are things available to you uh, so that you don't have to sit back feeling helpless. There's a 203K uh, FHA program, which can help you get into an owner-occupied uh, renovated home. You get all the bells and whistles for less than what you would pay anywhere else. Things like that, tax abatement programs. So that's what in and out of investment strategies is, is about. It's not just investing to make money. It's investing in people. It's investing in their emotions. It's invest investing in their mental fortitude. And that's where we are. And then my last business is... Um, Ahi Hot Pepper Sauce Company, which started back in October 2014. And um, I make a nice little hot pepper sauce that some of the local businesses carry. That is awesome, because I was getting ready to ask about this hot sauce, because I like <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> well, definitely we'll have um, a bottle or two out to you uh, immediately. Yes, I love hot sauce. Oh, my gosh. So that is just amazing that, you know, you guys have, you know, established a community within the community that can be able to, you know, help people in the surrounding areas with, you know, just getting to understand business and getting to, you know, like you said, reintegration, people coming out of prison and maybe needing employment, stuff like that. You're able to help them get, you know, pretty much back on their feet. Right. And I wanted to mention also, too, it just popped up, but we have the West End Community uh, Neighborhood Garden and Nursery, and we have over an acre of land 
And every year we, we have a sustainability garden right here in the West End. And we provide training for a lot of times uh, schools come sometimes we can't even get all the students here. We've had as many as 200 students in one day, but we they come for alternative spring break and they come and learn gardening. They learn self-sustainability, how to produce food for yourself. This is considered a food desert where we are. It's changing dramatically. We have um, places like, you know, we have quite a few vegan and healthy options here in the West End now. Uh-huh. And so what we do is we try to, you know, try to offer uh, not just healthy food options, but try to train and teach people on how they can provide food for themselves and not be at the mercy of a Kroger or a Publix in communities where you don't have stores to be able to buy food. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Grow your own stuff. Get your own stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just all for the benefit of the people. Absolutely. So do you have a resource that you use every single day in your life or in your business that you cannot live without? Well, <laughs> just like I told you about my father, that resource would be my mother. That is um, that, that is my foundation. That's my stronghold. I do understand that as a man, I am blessed to, to at the time have both of my parents here with me. My mother is a ordained minister. She's a drug counselor. And usually when I have the time in my day, I'll stop by her house in the morning. She'll make me a little breakfast or something. I know most of my friends are so jealous. <laughs> but I go there, she fixes me up, and we just rap. We just rap. We talk about what's going on in the business. Um, she, we always talk about the Lord. We talk about our spirituality. And it usually gets my day started right. You know, that's that's something that I don't know. I mean, I'm talking about we talk first thing in the morning and sometimes I'm talking to her 11 o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? She'll always stay up and wait for me to get home, you know, but she'll say, call me on your way home. But, you know, we talk about everything and I need that. And why that's such a big deal for me is because when you're raised in a, quote, Christian home, a lot of times as a youth, the parents the position they're in is, you know, do what I say, you know, um, I don't always have the answers, but my responsibility to you is to raise you to the best of my ability. And uh, sometimes we sway and go off course and do our own thing. But as parents, that's all they can do. Sometimes you're not able to have um, those grounded conversations with your folks until you get a little bit, bit older. You know, and now we can speak more on a level of an adult to adult. We laugh, we joke, you know, we 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 both had twisted senses of humor. But, um, you know, we just we, it's great. It's great to have been able to grow to this age and be able to sit with her and have those conversations and um, and get my day started. So that's that's my resource that I need every day more than anything else. That's what I need. That is awesome to be able to have that relationship with her. Yeah, yeah. So do you have any upcoming events or projects in the making that our listeners need to look out for? ton of things. Uh, I've always got something going on. I'm going to be holding, and I will inform you so that you can let your listeners know in the the future, but we're going to be having financial literacy forms here at my my facility. Uh, I can accommodate probably up to 20, 25 people. Mm-hmm. And we want and, and and definitely credit forms as the as the real estate market is is starting to explode a little bit. Uh, it's gonna be really important 
that people understand credit education, how it works and how it benefits them. Lenders now are beginning to loosen up the reins a little bit. This was a red line community. I don't know if you know what that means, but for the most part, most of Metro Atlanta was redlined because of all the fraud that took place. So that meant that you could not get loans in some of these communities. They would they would base it on the zip code. Wow. So 30318, 30314, 30311, you couldn't get loans. And now that's beginning to open up a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot. A lot mm. of reasons why that's opening up, though, is because the the shape of the community is changing. And so we want to make sure that those people in the community that want to purchase homes and don't understand affordable housing and what that actually is can get in and not rent, but own a home. I will be getting out with my um, my hot sauce. One of the reasons why the hot sauce is important, and this is just not self-promotion, but one of the things that we push is is health and uh, I make my hot sauce. It's 100% healthy. I make it with peppers that we grow in our garden. There's no sugar, no salt added to the hot sauce. Why that's important is because doctors tell their patients a lot of times that they can't eat hot sauce. Well, that's because there's artificial coloring in there, which is bad for you and because the high level of salt that's in it. Right. So it, it adds to your, your, your blood pressure, whereas that's really one of the biggest pieces of misinformation. It's not hot sauce, it's the ingredients, but peppers are one of the best things that you can eat your body. It's a blood cleanser, it's a detoxifier. And so I, I get my sauce out there, not just because it tastes really good, but because it's incredibly healthy for you. And I want people to understand, even if you didn't buy that, you know, you can have a little spoonful of cayenne every day and it helps you get your day started. So, mm -hmm. um, with the sauce, getting it out there. And we're just staying in the community. I am considering a possible run for city council again. I ran in the previous election cycle, um, and I'm planning on doing that again at one point. And, you know, just staying in the community, just staying busy and staying visible, keeping the doors open, keeping the lights on for those that can't. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. That's awesome stuff. So, I mean, with all this goodness, how can our audience find you online? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Okay, well, my primary uh, Facebook page is facebook.com slash Mr. Adassa. That's M-R-A-D-A-S-S-A, M-R-A-D-A-S-S-A. You can also get in touch with me for my hot sauce uh, health education. It's facebook.com slash Ahi, A-H-I, hot, H-O-T, pepper sauce. That's Ahi, A-H-I, hot pepper sauce. You can call me uh, at 404-921-7610. Uh, that's 404-921-7610. If anything that I mentioned in this interview, any service that I can provide to you, or I can steer you in the direction. I'm one of the biggest promoters of local and small business. So I know a lot of people in my network. If I don't have a service for you, I'm sure I know someone that, that, that can. So, and my email address is... Mr. Radassa, that's M-R-A-D-A-S-S-A at protonmail.com. And that's P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. That is awesome. I hope everyone was writing that information down. <laughs> but mm -hmm. before we leave today, is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners that you feel would be a valuable tool in bossing up? I always 
I talk about the Matrix with my friends. I always ask people, have they seen the Matrix? And if they have seen the Matrix, what message do they get from it? And it's always different messages. But one of the messages that I get from it is there are those that are doing the watching and there are those that are being watched. And I think that 99% of us are the ones that are doing the watching. Uh, the true 1% are not the, the, the wealthiest. They're the ones that understand. And they're the ones that are being watched. There's a reason why, you know, a Kim Kardashian can have 99 million people following her on Twitter or whatever. It doesn't matter if she's accomplished everything that you are working so hard to accomplish. You have to find the value within oneself. And in order for us to find the value in oneself, sometimes we have to detach. You know, uh, a lot of times, you know, when I'm online and social media, I know that I need these tools. But I'll be honest with you, it is quite disheartening at times, the herd mentality of people being caught up in all of the distractions, 24-hour cycles go by, and we've accomplished nothing. And sometimes we're at the mercy of this job that we do every day, uh, this nine to five, but, but you got to have a life outside of that. And I think if we spend the time really, truly finding ourselves, finding out who we are then we can start working towards what our purpose is. But always remember that you cannot support others until you support yourself. I am a large advocate for business ownership. Anytime someone has disdain uh, of a service that they have gone to and didn't get the service that they wanted, uh, I always tell them, start your own business. You know, start your own business. No, everybody cannot succeed. But at least when you try, and attempt it, then you understand what it entails. And then once you begin to understand what business ownership entails, then you can know whether it's for you or whether it's not, but it'll give you a completely different perspective than when you're dealing with business owners. And we hear so many people complain about, uh, especially within our community, oh, black businesses always do this. And I'm gonna go over here to the white business because they, they treat me better. I get better quality. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And a lot of time it starts with self-respect and self-understanding and, um, and getting in touch with your spirituality it has nothing to do with church. It has to do with your connection to the universe, your connection to your God, get in touch with your spirituality and, and get a clear understanding of who it is that you are. That is amazing advice. And that's so funny because the person I interviewed right before you almost spit the same piece of advice. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's becoming in tune with yourself. That's where it all starts. Well, you know, I um, one of the things I always talk about, uh, as I say, we all started at the same place. We were all sperm and we were all going down this, you know, going down this this tunnel towards life and uh, you're racing against 500 million other sperm and only one of us gets in there sometimes two but only one of us gets in there and you know you're that one you're that one we all from the very first race that we ever ran we won we won so if you come out here and disrespect your mother <laughs> for right. all that she put into to creating you and making you a reality you are a winner you are a winner. You might have ups and downs, but ultimately you started out a winner. So we should all end winners.
That's it. That is amazing. Amazing advice. I am just so happy to have had you on this episode of Purposely Bossing Up, Miss Adassa. I am so thankful uh, for you having me on this episode. And I don't know if, you know, we only allow one time on your show, but I would love to come back. Oh no, we we can we can do a run. We can do a second run. Let's <laughs> do a second run. We can do a second run. I hope everyone was, you know, tuning in and writing down all these good, you know, gems that you were dropping today. And I hope everyone got some good takeaways from this episode. And from that, I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm. Mm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Real one. Boss. Ain't none to it.